All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and along with me, as always, is Craig. And a lot of different things going on, but uh, kind of before we get into the Michigan sports aspect of things, uh, we are kind of recording a little bit late in the week. Lots of different things. Tuesday was Valentine's Day. Usually we record on Tuesday night, so we pushed back a little bit. Yep. Uh, yep. I know you wanted to spend time with me on Valentine's Day, Craig, but I just had to <laughs> say no. Well, you know, we had our anniversary, our 100th episode, and then we had Valentine's Day. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, all right, first of all, let's say, you know, what did you do? You know, what did um, would you get your best lady? Or, you know, what plans did you have for her on Valentine's Day, did you? Well, on Valentine's Day, we didn't do a lot because we had to go with basically whatever night we could have somebody watch the kids. So that wound up being Saturday night. And so we went out, uh, had a nice dinner, and then went and saw a movie. We saw that La La Land movie. Pretty good. Not bad. I mean, I've got uh, my artistic background and everything, and I like film production, so uh, it was a good movie. And then as far as getting her something, uh, that I did for her on Valentine's Day, and I got her a couple. She liked some different graphic T-shirts, and I got her a couple T-shirts, some chocolates um, that are specific to, like, the kind of things that she can have on her health-slash-diet plan. And... Yeah, that was yeah. it. So nothing, nothing too crazy, nothing too over the top, just kind of normal stuff. But I will say, before I hand things back to you, um, what she did for me was pretty cool. I mean, she um, brought the kids to my work, and we, she made me lunch and everything, and so we had lunch on Valentine's Day. But the gift that she got me was she got me a bouquet of bacon flowers. Have you seen those? Wow. Well, that's to directly to a man's heart, right? I know, right? That was like my friend. Uh, we were actually talking about it like a month or so ago, like me and some of the guys I work with them. We were just like they. I don't know if they're officially called, but they should be called like brocades, and they're broses instead of roses, and you know, just all okay. those things when you make them out of bacon. So yeah, she she got me those. They were good. Uh, the only kind of flowers I like because other than that, flowers die and are kind of pointless in my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, man. And, and it's bacon's where it is. I mean, that's, you know, and that's a little strange because obviously Valentine's day is, you know, almost directly geared towards women. But, uh, but for her to do that, that's pretty cool, man. Get your bacon, maybe get you a beer. Oh, you yeah. can't go wrong with bacon, man. And the only thing, let's put it this way. The only thing you were missing on Valentine's day sounds like was uh football. Yes. I mean, right? Would, would have been perfect. So yeah. I would have been perfect, but they should yeah. just have some kind of football event, premiere game, something. Maybe not on Valentine's Day, you know, let the ladies have Valentine's Day, but like the day after would be perfect because, yeah. you know, the guys do everything before and most of it's geared towards the women. So the day after, maybe the Saturday after, there's some football event, premiere game, something, some some new league needs to come around and needs to be the kickoff of the new football season. Yeah, I know. I was just missing that. Well, my, my best lady and I, we went out. Um, 
went out to dinner. Uh, I may, I always make her a card. I don't buy any cards because they're ridiculous and they're kind of stupid. And, you know, I, I, I find them a waste of money. I think you and I talked about that. Yeah, I agree. You I know, need to do that. I haven't done that yet. It's just too much money. And, you know, and you're just going to sign it, may write a little something, and then, you know, it may, might go in the trash some other later. But, you know, if you're a person that saves them, great. But my wife doesn't. She doesn't like roses, like you said, flowers, because they die, and then you spent a boatload of money. But, you know, you know, she wants a good, you know, either a good movie, a good dinner, and then I make a card on my own that just says, you know, that, uh, you know, I, I took the time to do that. So I got gave her a card that I made. And I just, you know, we went, we j- driving around, and we um, had sushi. But the problem was, is our reservations weren't till like, a quarter to nine. Ooh. And yeah, I don't know about you, but you as old as I am, you're kind of pushing it. <laughs> you're pushing towards the nine o'clock because I'm telling you, man, you, you know, you can get an upset stomach, right? You can't really go to sleep and, you know, you're turning and, you know, you can't digest food very well when you're eating that late. Uh, you want to eat a little bit earlier than that. But yeah, we didn't get into there till about uh, nine o'clock. And so we had sushi and, it's our favorite meal, but it, yeah, I mean, I had a good beer, enjoyed it, and I'm like, this might not settle later on tonight. We might both be up. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I was, uh, I saw your picture of the sushi, and I was just like, oh, that, that made me jealous. We didn't have sushi with our, our Valentine's Day meal. Both of us love it. And so we actually might be making, uh, the next time we might get the, uh, night without the kids, we might, make it specifically for a sushi night so yeah yeah so you know happy valentine's day to you and your wife and yeah we got you know another one coming gone and there you go man so yeah same to you guys and uh but i will ask this question real quick if i don't mind interrupting that'll be interesting to you yes and and it's going to go back to your childhood okay okay you tell me do you like those little conversational hearts? Oh, be mine and that whole thing. Those, yeah, the candy ones. No, never have. Wow. Other than like okay. seeing what the different messages are, I've never, I've never enjoyed consuming them as a product. Okay, well that's funny because I absolutely love them. Oh I, really? I, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've not, I've loved them since I was a little kid, and you know it's funny because there's a lot of people that can't stand them. I know, Brand, you know, our friend Brandon. He loves those. Yeah, I don't so, know if I would go yeah. as far as say I can't stand them, but I've never, I've never really like been into them. So it's like flavored chalk, you know. Someone said, and I'm like, yeah, I guess so. But I think, yeah, it's, I, I think it's them. like pure sugar. So <laughs> right, you're right. I know that's true too. But yeah, it was always one of those questions where people are like, ooh, I can't stand those, or they love them. There's no really a middle ground with those. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because my you know my my young my boys get together and they my youngest one likes to you know my wife makes a little you know where you go in you get a box you cut it up and then you get cards and then it's got a little candy attached to it and you know be my Valentine and stuff like that but yeah and he always comes home with a bunch of those and I seem to eat them up so oh yeah 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 ever but you got the ones out now you know the new trendy ones like uh back then it was like be mine but now it's like be you know lol for laugh out loud oh and- my gosh really 
<laughs> I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, oh, yeah gosh. new, new trendy year 2016 ones. You know, where I'm like, oh my word, I don't even know what some of them stand for, so I have to look it up. But yeah, did they have? Funny. Did they have a YOLO one? Yeah, pro- yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's what the world is coming to now. So, yeah. uh, to get things back on the right track and to get the world in its rightful place, we need to talk about football. So. <laughs> We'll transition now into uh, the Michigan football talk. So uh, stick around. We'll be bringing that up here next. All right. So I know that we have previously spoken and stated that we were probably going to be doing a review of the 2016 football season. But in light of recent events, and it actually worked out pretty well for us to be recording tonight uh, here on Friday night because of everything that happened this week. Wow. Yeah, a lot happened. And to kind of say the least, um, I guess you could say, you know, there's just so everybody's just getting along in college football. It, it was Valentine's Day. Everybody's happy and getting along. Yeah. And then. Okay. Wow. How long? For about a week or two? Maybe. And then, maybe. And then things happen. Jim Harbaugh's doing his work. And then Paul Feinbaum opens up his yapper. And. Pete. Pete, Pete Feinbaum. And all of the Twitterverse oh. explodes. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this is this is fun to watch. It is a it is great. I mean, if you're a Michigan fan, this is just it it's just like like Christmas. You know, you open up a package and you know, oh, this is beautiful. Just to watch this unfold has just been an amazing week. So Yeah, and I I didn't have it ready at the time, but basically all hell broke loose. So <laughs> Uh, how it all began, and uh, to try to recap it as quickly as possible, um, you know, and shoot, I don't have his information up, but uh, Jim Harbaugh was looking at hiring a uh, high school football coach um, of a, yeah. yeah, Michael Johnson, who his mm-hmm. son is a 2019 uh, quarterback recruit, uh, dual threat, and he One of the looking, best in the country, by the way. Yeah, and so he this is, is 2019, is not 2018. Okay. So right. He is the best in the country as dual threat as of today. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Jim Harbaugh, it was reported that he was going to bring him on to the Michigan staff. Um, anticipated that it was going to be an analyst position because mm-hmm. things have not followed through yet with Michigan being able to have a 10th assistant. So, anyways, they were going to bring him in on staff. Um, and the sports world lost their minds. Now, some people looked into it further and actually noticed that there were several things going on there where Jim Harbaugh knew the guy, the guy is a qualified coach and he's coached in college and the NFL and different things like that. Some people completely threw all other things out the window and just focused on the fact that he was the parent of a recruit. And so that was brought up on, I think it was outside the lines. Um, 
was where it was maybe first brought up with Paul Feinbaum and John U. Bacon uh, there together. And um, Paul Feinbaum directly just went out at the fact that Jim Harbaugh was targeting the father of a recruit. And let me see. I think I have. Okay. Da, 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 da. Where? Okay. The, he said, and this is pretty much to quote, uh, I didn't find this typed up anywhere. I just typed it up from listening to it. Paul Feinbaum said, this is wrong. It may not be legal by NCAA standards and bylaws at this moment. But to me, it's cheating. It's blatantly disregarding the spirit of the NCAA rule. We all know why he's doing it. And then he ends right there. We all know why he's doing it. Um, so, newsflash for Mr. now-named Pete Feinbaum. going to list off a couple things here for you. One, well, just to start off, Jim Harbaugh knows Michael Johnson. So there are lots of different times that coaches hire people that they know. You know, they got history too. Yeah, they, they have do. history. Yep. Uh, and that was at the 49ers. Yep. Also, Michael Johnson has four years of coaching at the college level. So this is yep. a high school coach that once coached NFL and also college. And while he was in the NFL, that was 11 years of coaching in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't following closely enough, Mr. Pete, that was not one, not two, but three different reasons on top of the fact that his son is a recruit. So you might not be able to count that high, but that's a (laughs) whole lot more than he's the father of a 2019 recruit. Right. So there's four different reasons there, three of them not having to deal with his son, and one of them is direct relation that Jim Harbaugh knew this guy previously. And plus, you could actually throw one more in there and say the way Jim Harbaugh is working Michigan is he's building a pro style quarter. Uh, he he doesn't really go after dual th- threat quarterbacks. I mean, I think he likes them, but I don't think he uses them. Yeah, and, yeah, he exactly. Does, and, so, and to that sense. point, I don't think this kid has an offer yet. From what right. I've seen. No. So and and so I am there's no I don't think anyone on Michigan's side is denying that there is the the reasoning behind it that this is the father of a recruit. That is part of the deal. That is one of the reasons. But almost everyone outside of Michigan is looking at it from the standpoint of this is only the reason because he's the father of a recruit. Forget the fact that Jim Harbaugh knows this guy personally. Forget the fact that this guy coached in college. Forget the fact that this guy coached in the NFL. It is only about the fact that he is the father of a recruit who does not have an offer for Michigan. Also, I would have laughed hysterically if Michigan never even wound up getting him because people were freaking out about it. And guess what? Things happened today about it. <laughs> and so there, it looks more in Michigan's favor because – Michael Johnson is not going to Michigan. Michael Johnson is going to Oregon. Yep. So this whole freaking and lashing out, maybe things changed, and he decided not to go to Michigan because of all the spotlight on this. Maybe Jim Harbaugh asked him not to come to Michigan because of all this spotlight. I have not heard the specific specific reasons behind it, but in the end, he is not coming to Michigan. He is going to Oregon. So 
any and every single person, I'm not pulling an Izzo here, but any and every single person in the media who was getting on Michigan and getting on Harbaugh for this situation with Michael Johnson needs to update, should update everyone on, on the situation and say, oh, we can't point our fingers at Jim Harbaugh now. Now we need to point our finger at Oregon and say, hey, what's your problem? You shouldn't be doing this. Not saying that anybody needs to apologize. Is it we're cheating? Not, we're not that sensitive. We're not that uptight right. about it. But if you want to keep things up to date and factual, then point your fingers at Oregon and say, oh, hey, you know, Jim Harbaugh was going to do this. Wound up not happening. But now it's Oregon. So everybody point your finger at Oregon. Is, keep, will keep they the do that? I doubt it. I doubt no. it. I did not hear specifically exactly what Pete Feinbaum said today on his new, newly named Pete Feinbaum show. But I can only imagine. But you're correct. I liked your usage there. You brought up the word cheater. So, yeah. Well, the thing what I would and throw out you is what kind of what kind of system does Oregon run over there? Dual threat. Oh. Oh, they do. That's right. Right. Oh, how interesting is that, though? Wow. Isn't it? This <laughs> is such a blatant attack on Jim Harbaugh and recruiting. And actually, you know what I think it is? The very thing is Feinbaugh's eaten a lot of crow even before all this went down because of the very fact that he went after Michigan saying, Good luck trying to get recruits out of uh, away from Alabama in this area. And we did, by the way. We got, what, three? Three to four. And one of the best in the country. At least at two, yeah. yeah. At least two this at, year. Solomon, yeah. So we stole them away from him, which was blatant because he was heading to Alabama and he, t- and he came back to Michigan, which is great. So I think Feinbaum is just livid. I, I, this is a blatant hack on Jim Harbaugh and him and not liking him. And you can tell that from the way that Jim Harbaugh lashed out back at him with the tweet, which was perfect when um, Jim Harbaugh just what called him a water boy. Yeah. <laughs> for the yep. for the CC water water carrier, <laughs> and really needs to get his facts straight. Yeah. And that was great. So yeah, for quoting that, Pete Feinbaum, Pete, uh, emphasize Pete right there. Pete Feinbaum, the unba- unabashed. SEC water carrier really needs to get his facts straight. Hashtag alternative facts. That has over 5,000 retweets and over 10,000 likes. Yeah. So, yes, wow. he is. Feinbaum has mentioned that thing about not getting recruits out of the SEC, which has happened. Um, but you mentioned the word cheater and everything, and he mentioned that he thought it was unethical, and he th- he was saying that Jim yep. Harbaugh was cheating. But then he goes and say he's not doing anything illegal. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, who has been doing things by the rules, finding loopholes, doing nothing illegal, like he said. Right. Paul, Paul had talked about it and admitted uh, and said that what Harbaugh was doing was wrong, but even said. It is not illegal. Okay, yeah, you can take issue with the fact that a rule, if a rule is ever broken or if something illegal is happening, but if something's just wrong in your own eyes, that's your own opinion. And, yeah, a lot of people are going to have issue with it. But, first of all, Jim's not the first person to do it. Jim's not the last person to do it, as we see what's Oregon's doing, which is a place that would actually use a dual-threat quarterback. Right. 
And so you can't just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now it's this huge issue, the fact that Jim Harbaugh is constantly under a microscope. I mean, for crying out loud, with the way that Paul and other, specifically Paul and the SEC are keeping an eye with uh, Jim Harbaugh and the things that they're doing, they'll take his little, like, I don't know, let's just go ahead and say it's like a dog turd and put it under a microscope and be looking at it so closely that they will blatantly be disregarding the fact that they're standing in a huge pile of elephant poop (laughs) while they're looking in the microscope. And I specifically use elephant poop because we all know what that can be a reference to. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, the thing is, is then, and if you're going to do that, then why are you disregarding that this person's going to Oregon who runs a fast-paced, up-tempo offense and just, you know, and he's going over to Oregon and, you know, more than likely that it fits, it suits that his son and the, and the quarterback in the dual threat position. So is that cheating? Is is Pete Feinbaum going to, you know, call out the Oregon coach and say that's cheating over there? He's not going to. Yeah. And we know that. And that makes me go, you, you are – you are just going after Jim Harbaugh for anything you like. You said the guy can't breathe and it's under a microscope. He he can't even like have a practice and you feel like he's cheating. You know, Feinbaum just is obviously has this like thorn or he's got this crutch that he just has to figure out what Harbaugh is up to because he's either scared, he's insecure, or. Nick Saban's, you know, I think maybe Nick Saban's harping on him or something. Well, it's just ridiculous because obsession. It's an obsession. It is. And he dogs on Michigan, Harbaugh, and the fan base. And he does it on such a regular basis. Even SEC people talk about it. There was some tweet out there that retweeted how somebody was saying, am I watching the SEC network? Because we're talking more about the Big Ten than the SEC. (laughs) Right. And so other people are noticing it too. But yeah, he yeah. is just, uh, he dogs on Michigan and everything. And then he gets upset with fans when they react to what he says. And it's just like, you do that with anybody, that's what's going to happen. But yeah, no, he's not going to really say anything about Oregon. Maybe he did today. That's one thing that I haven't kept up with on everything, with everything that I said today. But I doubt he's going to freak out about with Oregon because it's not Jim Harbaugh. He doesn't care about some, something that doesn't have to deal with Jim Harbaugh. But right. it's just the nonsense that he's running with. And it's like he does what it seems like 90% of people on Twitter do. When he went into that conversation that he had on Outside the Lines with uh, John Bacon, and they were first talking about it, he went in there and his attitude and the way that he was coming across about it was that he was just surfing Twitter and saw somebody report that Jim Harbaugh was hiring a high school football coach who was the father of a 2019 dual-threat quarterback. And that's all he saw. Because, like I yep. said, he was just like, we all know why he's doing it and was pr- and was focusing in on just one thing and that thing only. So it was like he went in with no research and had no idea that this guy had actually been a college and NFL coach. It's right. like, dude, yep. do some research. He did yep. he. A- he had nothing else to base his argument on except for the fact that this guy was the father of a high school quarterback. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's just it's just instant reaction. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Is it, you think he's just baiting for ratings or do you think he's just kind of doing this because, you know, he just 
you know, he was obviously Feinbaum was obviously he's the one that said that Michigan fans are the worst. And I go, but dude, you draw first blood on everything, man. Everything you do, you know, we can't even go a, a couple weeks and you're on your show or you're on ESPN and you're harping on what Jim Harbaugh's doing. And I think ESPN, even the reporters on there are baiting Feinbaum to talk about Michigan because there's always something beautiful going on with between those two. That, you know, obviously through Twitter right now, just seeing, you know, Jim Harbaugh coming back and, you know, he'll he'll throw a barb out there. Right. And and I think that just drives ratings. But the very fact is Paul Paul Feinbaum has been obsessed with uh, Jim Harbaugh this past year, past couple of years. And it's been worse and worse. And he just can't seem to not talk about us. And yet he's wondering why the Michigan fan base is all up in, inside his, you know, butt and talking about him all the time and, and, and getting on his nerves. But yet he does this. He brings it on himself. I don't understand why, why he's doing this. It might just be for ratings. I just think that he enjoys this. Yeah, so. I, I think that it's got to do with ratings and things like that. But mentioning research earlier, I'm coming back to that. There's something with research that I'm going to be coming back to later. But this I just came across that I remember. This is where it really came down to about his ignorance with this. Because he said, and this is pretty much for quote, why don't we just face up to it? There's no other reason he would hire this man. Yeah. Yeah. And no other reason. He was talking about the fact that he was the father of a 2019 crew. No other reason when we just gave you three reasons that this guy was qualified to have a job, and even John U. Bacon, I believe it was, and other people have said this guy's probably overqualified. Like to yeah. put somebody in this position, he would probably be able to do a lot better job than like ninety-five percent of the people out there because he has so much experience behind him. Yeah, and that's why he's heading to Oregon. He's got a bigger position over there. Yeah. So, but you're right, and then you know, and Feinbaum went on to. By saying, I don't know why the media celebrates Jim Harbaugh for disregarding the NCA rule book and doing things that are, in my, in my mind, unethical. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. In that same conversation and everything they had there to, yeah. while my mind's running with this, uh, hats off to John U. Bacon. The way that he yeah. presented and talked in that conversation were great because he brought up Ole Miss. And I was so hoping that somebody would because you yeah. have these things where Jim Harbaugh is jumping through hoops and going through loopholes. And even Feinbaum said it. He is not breaking rules. He's, right. as he would say, quote unquote, cheating, but he is not breaking rules. And they are jumping on him in an instant. And then here's Ole Miss, and we still have not to hear anything happening to them. And Feinbaum comes out and defends them and said, oh, well, you saw how they suffered in their recruiting class this year. Oh, really? The recruiting class? They brought that on upon themselves when they were stupid idiots on how they handled the whole entire thing. The NCAA yeah. hasn't done anything yet. They have not suffered anything yet. The only reason that's happened because of the bad publicity, they have not been punished. That was their own stupidity. There has been no punishment, and there probably will be no punishment because they are too busy every second watching Jim Harbaugh. The NCAA and SEC are just sitting in the same room looking at Jim Harbaugh 
watching his every move and wanting to make moves on things that don't that are not breaking rules. They are they're going out of their way to make rules to hold Jim Harbaugh in a box while there are other schools who are blatantly breaking rules who are cheating, who are doing things illegal and Feinbaum is there defending them while he's attacking Jim Harbaugh who's not doing anything illegal and he even stated yep. that. Yeah. Oh, and the same thing. Yeah, he does that. And you're absolutely right. You I mean, he obviously Feinbaum was taught. He went on to say, well, this is the beginning or in, in the in the middle of it, just saying that he's he's talking about Jim Harbaugh here saying this is the same person who last year accused Nick Saban of cheating, accused Hughes, Hugh Freeze, obviously of um, uh, uh, Old Miss of cheating. In my mind, I I know you can't prove it and he won't in he won't be penalized for it, but he's cheating. So basically you got Feinbaum calling Jim Harbaugh a cheater for doing this, even though he didn't break any rules. But yet here he is saying Jim Harbaugh accused Hugh Freeze of cheating. And I'm like, but he did. <laughs> this is, he actually did. And he broke the, he broke the law, you know, the rules and the bylaws on football. Right. And paying players. In fact, we know Hugh Freeze did it because his own player testified to it live yeah <laughs> that he did it that he got paid live so it's this isn't new i'm like dude this is one of your competitors in your own conference and yet you're not even going after hugh freeze in your own conference when you're already looking at big 10 we have nothing to do with you it it, it has to be it has to be with recruiting it has to be jim harbaugh uh Taking spring, you know, spring practices in, you know, like the camps in, I think that set off that Feinbaum is worried that Jim Harbaugh is stealing recruits out of Bama, the big time ones, and going into their own house and doing that. And I don't think, I think Feinbaum doesn't like it. I think he's just pissed off. And so he's, he's overlooking everything else. And he's just going after Jim Harbaugh for doing that. That's what I think. Yeah, well, it's, they, it has to be has to be recruiting. This has to be about all about recruiting because I can't find anything in this. And I'm looking at the whole damn thing, man. And I can't find anything. He's not break. He's not doing anything illegal. He's not breaking any bylaws. But yet he's disregarding the the spirit, the spirit of the NCAA rules. So now we got a spirit of the NCAA rules. Well, you tell me what it is, Feinbaum, and yet. Here he is saying this, and yet there's no other reason why he would hire his fan. But we, you and I just gave him, what, four to five reasons why? So th- then I'm like, okay, then this. Then why aren't, why didn't you go after Jim Harbaugh when he hired Wheatley? Why not? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you go after him? Because you know his son was attached to him too. I didn't hear a word on that. So why are you getting so bent out of shape out of this one Michael Johnson guy? There there weren't as many tweets about it. That's probably why, because that's how he does his research. He looks at Twitter. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's exactly what he's doing. So this has to do with all with recruiting, or it sounds, or Johnson's son was interested in Alabama. You know, maybe he's got him on his radar, or maybe Alabama's got this kid on his radar. I don't know. I just know that. Why is he getting so bent out of shape out about somebody has nothing to do with Bama? Why? Uh, I don't understand. Obsessed. This. Obsessed. One word. Obsessed. Yeah. They are obsessed. They are. All right. Let's put it this way. If he's, if he's obsessed, let's it's, it's 
put that and say, okay, we'll put that into in that category of, okay, two, we'll say two I, reasons Paul Feinbaum's obsessed, yeah. right? Or he knows that Bama or Nick Saban is interested in maybe going after this kid in 2019. And then Jim Harbaugh went after him first by getting the, you know, his dad. You know, that's the only thing I can think of in, in reading this over and over again and looking at this is I can only think of as this recruit has to be matter to Bama that they were that they that kid was on their radar. And now Jim Harbaugh, you know, kind of walked in there and just, you know, pulled a fast move on him and didn't know it. And now Bama's pissed off. Yeah, that's very possible. I'll stick on the topic of obsession, though. (laughs) Okay. Because they keep talking, because it's always, always with Jim Harbaugh, obsession. And there's two reasons why they would be obsessed with him either they're scared of him or they're jealous of his attention. Right. But but they claim that they're not, uh, who cares about Jim Harbaugh because he's done nothing? But they talk about him all the time, obsessed. Who cares, yeah. but we're obsessed. Who cares, but we're obsessed. Who cares, but we're going to talk about him. Who cares, but we're going to tweet about him. Who cares, but we're going to rag on every single move that he does. Who cares, but this. Who cares, but that. All the time, Jim Harbaugh obsessed without a doubt. And like I said, even SEC people are noticing it, that the SEC network is obsessing with the Big Ten, and specifically Jim Harbaugh. But yeah. it's just the the stuff that they overlook and, and there's like all these things and talking about Jim Harbaugh finding loopholes and there are all these other things that go wrong and it was interesting to hear John Ubacon talk about different things where uh, you know there or maybe it was them or it was somebody somebody was talking about how there are those issues where the school may not hire a coach but there's a company that's owned by an alumni that will hire uh, a parent or there's money being transferred between other ways and uh, other organizations and things like that and all these other uh, if, ands, or buts, and different things like that, where it's just all these other things going on. But as soon as Jim Harbaugh does something, jump right on top of it, and something has to be done with it. But, yeah, Feinbaum is uh, its probably doing it for ratings and everything. I laugh and kind of think, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think it would be an antic that they would do this. But, you know, if Jim Harbaugh was just kind of like this, this guy, I don't know, I'm just... It it would kind of make me chuckle a little bit, and he'd be like, "Michael Johnson gets an offer from Oregon to work for them, and everybody knows it's going to be going after his son as a recruit." Yeah. So then he's talking to Jim Harbaugh about it. They know each other. I don't know something like that, and it's just like you want to see something really explode. It's just like, what if we I try to hire you? Yeah. You know, watch what's yeah. going to happen. You think it'll explode when Oregon does something? Just watch what happens when I do it. Yeah. You know, I, it well, would be kind of crazy if something like that happened, and I doubt it. But it's just like it, it that's the way it is. If you want attention on something, just take it to Jim Harbaugh and be like, hey, do this. And boom, everybody's going to know about it. Yeah. Well, that's a good point you made is, is you know, I'm, I keep trying to, you know, all of this. If you take it in a, in a show and you say, okay, what is going on here with him? And, you know, obviously we know, <laughs> we all know somehow Paul Feinbaum is obsessed with Michigan. That's a given, but we are, you know, I'm looking at the, everything screams to me. It has to be about recruiting. You know, this is, has to be that he's worried, you know, that Jim Harbaugh is taking recruits from Bama that Bama's interested in, even if it's two years from now. And this, you know, this kid, 
Um, and that's the reason why. But then, you know, you just mentioned something right then and there that made me go, but then it can't be about recruiting because Oregon could easily get this kid and it fits their system. And he's not even going to talk about this. He's not even going to talk about the Oregon coach. So it can't be about recruiting. So that's why I'm going, why is it about Harbaugh who does it? But yet if somebody else does it, he's, I doubt there's no way in the world. If you took this same thing, you take a, get rid of Harbaugh's name. You put the Oregon coach. I don't even know his name. What is his name again? I don't know. The guy's name. But you put his name in place of it. You think this would happen? No. No. This would not happen. It only happens to Harbaugh because you either said exactly right. It drives ratings. And the Michigan fan base, not only are they rabid that he says, but it drives ratings. I mean, we, we have the biggest, probably the one of the biggest in the country as far as fan base. So that's the reason he's going at it. And Oregon, yeah, they got a big fan base, but not as big as us. And that's got to be the reason why. Or he just doesn't like Harbaugh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, talking about recruiting, that made me think of something else that was going on. And like like I said, again, maybe something happened today and I didn't see it because I didn't listen to the fine bomb show because I never do because it's just a big windbag. But maybe he addressed this. I know I heard some people say they addressed something with uh, Harbaugh today. But um, but the things that went down with Nick Saban recently, there was a high school yeah. that banned Nick Saban and Alabama Louisiana. from their school because of their unethical way of operating. <laughs> you know what happens later then? Yeah. That high school coach that made that decision got fired. Got fired. Got canned. <laughs> yep. Oh no. I'm, hey, did Paul talk about that? Nothing to see. Yeah, nothing to see here. Did Pete talk <laughs> about that on his show? No. Nope. Did it come nope. up? I'm curious. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it because there's more talk about Jim Harbaugh and no he's doing bad stuff and he's cheating. But here is yeah. a school that is coming. I haven't seen a school come out and t- tell Jim Harbaugh that they don't want him there. Heck, yep. he was at IMG com- Academy. He basically got uh, – it was almost like an invite. I know he instigated it, but come on. They let him there. This was something yeah. else unique. People want Jim Harbaugh, and people are banning Nick Saban and his people from their school. Talk about that, fine bomb. I'd be interested. I might just have to look that up, even though that show is probably completely worthless, but just be curious to see if he actually did anything about it. I probably want to put a hundred bucks down and say they didn't. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point is, you know, he's not going to look into that. He's going to call, you know, us loopholes and it's blatantly cheating, but yet just because a coach says, Hey, I don't like the way you guys do business and, and he gets fired. What, how did that happen? I mean, I like to know the inner workings in that. And and yet you don't get here. Paul, i I'm going, wow, I need to know what happened here. I, I tell you what, if Jim Harbaugh and you had a high school do that to Jim, Jim Harbaugh, and then that high school coach got fired, I'd want to know. I'd want to know, hey, what's going on here? This isn't good. But yet you don't see that. This is all about Harbaugh and what he's doing, man. Every waking moment with that guy. Yep, obsession. That's straight up. So I'm going to move into something, and I'm going to apologize kind of up, up front, Craig. I'm going to – I might uh, cut you out here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've am i got a lot to say, so I don't know how long <laughs> this is going to take. 
But I did something. You need a rant segment, man. Th- this is probably going to be a rant segment. To be honest, I'm probably going to clip yeah. this out and make it its own segment and share it separately as well uh, as in that episode and everything. But this this is going to be a, a rant. This is gonna, here, here is, like we say, some real talk for some people. Because you know what? I did something that's called research. I didn't oh. just go ahead and fire from the hip. I'm not like fine bomb out there. Guns blazing, shooting all over the place, but missing the target because I don't even know what I'm shooting at. I actually went ahead and did some research, and it's very interesting. Everybody, uh, especially, we'll focus on Pete Feinbaum. We'll focus on Pete Feinbaum. He even said, and it was after Harbaugh's first year, he said, Harbaugh's done a lot of talking, he's done a lot of things, but now he's got to win. After one year. You remember that? He was talking about he's got to win. He's got to win the big games. He's got to do something. He's got to make a difference. He's got to win. And so let's let's make a comparison because everybody's talking, looking at um, Saban where he is in his career. Everybody's looking at, and the, I'm gonna throw in another name here because there's another person that a lot of people compare Harbaugh to, and that's Urban Meyer. So the three coaches I'm gonna talk about here are Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, and Jim Harbaugh. And get, this this is crazy. I mean, I, I know it's gonna be hard for people to understand. But there is just the chance that they might all be at different stages in their career as head coaches. Yep. So here, let, let me let me expose people to some enlightenment and to some fascinating things when you do research, okay? We'll start off with Jim Harbaugh here, okay? And this is categorizing what they've done in their head coaching careers at Power 5 schools, all right, like I'm just counting Power Five schools. If yep. you want to know the information about outside non uh, the non Power Five, Saban coached one year, head coach out of non Power Five. Urban was two years. Jim Harbaugh three years. But we're focusing on the Power Five. I'm focusing on college Power Five conference. All right, so here we go. Jim Harbaugh, his career head coach in the Power Five is seven years. Only mm-hmm. seven yep. years coaching as a head coach at Power 5 schools in college football. So that was four years at Stanford and three years at Michigan. So he is now going to be going into his eighth year. He has not won a national championship, and he is going into his fourth year at Michigan here at 2017. So at this stage in his career, he has a 64% winning record in seven years in the Power 5. Right. Okay, so let's let's compare more so apples to apples instead of you know just where everybody is at right now. Okay, so here we go. He's entering his fourth year in Michigan. So let's look at some other people. So Nick Saban, uh, you you remember how I said that uh, Jim Harbaugh has been coaching in the college level for seven years? Guess yeah. how many years Nick Saban has coached in college? Head coach, Power Five. Well. He started off at Michigan State, I believe. Or yeah, he started at Michigan. At Michigan, Michigan State was his LSU. first head coach at uh, Power Five. Yeah, and then LSU, he won the championship there, and then yeah, and then started two thousand seven at Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. not it's not going to be easy. But throw out a number that you think that he's been coaching. Oh, you mean head coaching? Yeah. Oh, or coaching in general? Head coaching, Power Five, college. Okay. I'll say he's been doing it for 20 years. Boom. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. 20 years. So Nick Saban, 20 years coaching in college, 
Reminder, Jim Harbaugh, seven years coaching college. All right, so he had five years at MSU, he had five years at LSU, and he's done 10 years at Alabama. Um, the first year, he won a national championship. First year he won a national championship. It was his ninth season as a head coach in the Power Five. Yep. Jim Harbaugh, going into his eighth year, and everybody's acting like he should have a national championship now when the almighty, the forever attainable or unattainable savior of Alabama football, Nick Saban, did not win until his his ninth year in the Power Five. And yet, Feinbaum comes out and says, you need to start winning and you need to start doing something now. It's only been seven years. You need to do something now. Hey, Feinbaum, why don't you do some research and look at actually what your savior has done, what your boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, your best friend, your best bud, your family, your, your employer, your your money bag distributor, whatever you want to call it, why don't you look at what Nick Saban has done and actually compare apples to apples, and he didn't do it until his ninth year. Guess what? There A lot go. of people are looking at Jim yeah. Harbaugh's ninth year, which will be 2018, the 2018 season, because everybody's looking at that year as being a very good year that Jim Harbaugh could take Michigan to the national championship. So, hey, compare it. All right, so ninth year, he won his first national championship. That was his fourth year at LSU. Hey, guess what? Jim Harbaugh is going in his fourth year at Michigan. Yep. It took him four years at LSU to get a national to get his first national right. championship. Oh, hey, that's crazy. So, uh, and actually, his uh, so mentioning it was his ninth year. Seven year, uh, Jim Harbaugh, seven years, seven years for Nick Saban in college football, head coach, Power Five, zero national championships. Oh wow! Yeah. He was he was doing so much better than Jim. Crazy, it's insane, first, man. First first year in uh, Alabama, he went six and six. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's a, it's amazing what you will find. It is amazing what you will find. So, uh, guess what his winning percentage was? For, or, well, actually, I won't have yes, but his winning percentage for his first seven years, head coach, Power Five, sixty two percent. Jim Harbaugh is at sixty four. Oh yeah. my gosh. But Jim Harbaugh is supposed to be doing this, this, and this. And right. because Jim Harbaugh is not doing what Urban Meyer and Nick Saban currently are doing, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This this is pathetic. Well, there is no threat. There is no worry. There is no blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you know, when uh, we see Jim Harbaugh after 20 years coaching college, maybe we'll compare some numbers then. But here, yeah. let's look at seven. So if you really want to look at who did good, who's done well, and you want to say who's, who's greater than who, and I'll admit, the, and, and, I, and I'm not here to say that Nick Saban and Urban Meyer be Ur- are not Meyer. good coaches. They're good coaches. It's going to be Urban Meyer. Yeah, absolutely. You, just just yeah. here we go. We got this. Yeah. So Urban yeah. Meyer, two years at Utah, six years at Florida, five years at Ohio State. He's had yep. 13 total years as a head coach in Power Five. Yep. And that's that's almost double what Jim Harbaugh has done. Mm-hmm. But but he has been impressive. Urban Meyer has definitely been impressive. He has three national championships. Nick Saban, three in 13 years, and Nick Saban has five in 20 years. So those numbers are pretty comparable about how many national championships. But, but my thing would be, you know, take Urban Meyer and you say, you know, okay, two of those were at Florida, right? Yeah. Championships. All right, one of them. Let's break down Urban Meyer at Ohio State, correct? Yep. Well, he has one there, but but that was implemented when we first. Now we have the playoff system, 
the playoff system happened the year that they won it. It just got implemented. And the fact is they got they snuck in over a T, uh, TCU that probably should have got in, in there over them. So they almost didn't actually get in there if they wouldn't have whipped up on Wisconsin, which they did. So, But basically that one, you know, obviously under Cordell Jones, they won that championship. So that's the one that he got. But he won. But you tell me how long, you know, Nick uh, Urban Meyer won, has won since his beginning at Ohio State. Okay, great. But so is so is Jim Harbaugh. And yet, you know, Jim Harbaugh got pretty close with – at Stanford. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I get it, but I'm also going to, why isn't Feinbaum going after urban Meyer? Why isn't he, you know, why isn't he going after him then? Why isn't he saying, Hey, you know what? We need to really seriously look at this team. Cause he usually, he's winning more than Harbaugh then. I don't understand why he keeps going after Harbaugh about this stuff. Obsession about, and, har- and, and some really? of it, some of it uh, is to, ride on the coattails of the attention that Jim Harbaugh gets. And people know yeah. if you type Jim Harbaugh, you're going to get hits. <laughs> He's going to hit back. Right. So, yeah, but to continue with some of these numbers here. So, okay, the first time that Urban Meyer won a national championship, it was his fourth year being a head coach in the Power yep. Five. Not ninth, like Nick Saban, fourth year. And now I do know, like I said, seven years for Jim Harbaugh, but Urban Meyer has had crazy success, and he's been good. So th- yep. if if we're comparing this, Feinbaum, if you want to talk about the greats, want to talk about <laughs> top coaches, ch- check out some of these things here. Do your research. Don't just read Twitter. Don't just read headlines. Actually click and look. Research. Spend time on it. Don't just release the hot air in your windbag. Look things up. So well, I, you know, I put on Twitter. I said, I go according to Feinbaum, Jim Harbaugh's got to win four national championships in one year. Yeah, <laughs> which he, is true. According not, to him, yeah, he's, he's got to win four of them. He's <laughs> setting going, standards oh. that are yeah. above the standards that, that he, the standards that he's putting for Jim Harbaugh are not even things that Nick Saban attained. He's setting <laughs> right. standards towards what Urban Meyer attained. Right. <laughs> But guess what? The thing is, is he's saying, you know, Jim Harbour, you need to start winning. He has won. He is winning. So you tell me, what do you mean win? You mean championships? That's, that's what he means, getting into the playoff. Well, they just implemented the playoff not too long ago. So you got to give me a break with that. Yeah. And, and Alabama's won these, has won these championships when they had the BCS. Yeah, and if you want to look right. at it, too, I don't have these exact numbers, but if you want to look at it, too, Nick Saban <clears throat> came in, and Alabama was not in the worst of situations. They had had decent years before that. They had won their division not right. that long before that. Michigan had not won the Big Ten in ages when Harbaugh showed up. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had the good season with – um with Brady Hoke's first year, but that was like the one blip on the radar. Alabama had things, other things settled there before that and had their winning seasons and had their division titles and their um, conference titles and things like that. So if you want to go into comparison like that, you can dig deeper. But with finishing up with Urban Meyer, 
Fourth year, he won his first national championship. It was his second year at Florida. It took four years at LSU for Nick Saban. So in seven years, Urban Meyer had two national championships. In seven yeah. years, Nick Saban had zero national championships. Total now, at the at their total for their career, Urban Meyer has three, like I said, and Nick Saban had five. Now we go into winning percentage, total thing that totally sets them apart. Urban Meyer had an 86 winning percentage in his first seven years. Yeah, impressive. So Feinbaum is too busy kissing butts in the SEC and setting ridiculous standards for Jim Harbaugh. He's not even recognizing comparing apples to apples and actually doing research. Yeah. When he's completely ignoring what happened in the same amount of time head coaching in the Power Five. Completely ignoring it. Completely ignoring yeah. it. Seven years. Seven years for Harbaugh being head coach in the Power Five. He has not accomplished a whole lot. No big surprise. Nick Saban didn't accomplish crap. Urban Meyer was the one. Feinbaum, do some freaking research and quit being a stupid, ignorant wigbag. It is It just blows my mind that people and people won't compare it. And then uh, somebody was bringing up too in the whole conversation with these things of, uh, hey, well, you know what they. Uh, I think it was uh, maybe it was Feinbaum or maybe it was somebody else, and then Feinbaum stole it. I think it was that. Well, at least one Harbaugh has won a championship. Okay. Well, it's just like, hey, well, guess what? If you actually look at what other people have accomplished in the same time that he has in the uh, college football, then you would know that you're an idiot. And then also, if you want to look at when he was outside uh, coaching in the NFL, people actually wanted him to stay, unlike people (laughs) not even giving two craps about Nick Saban leaving. I could, Yeah, I could count maybe two coaches in the NFL right now that wouldn't want Harbaugh. And then the rest would take them in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> said coach for the NFL. Yeah, nobody I mean, nobody cared about Nick Saban leaving and right. going back to college. And and this is the same thing I've said it before. In in the NFL, it's a lot more level of a playing field, and you don't get you can't rig the system in recruiting because you do the drafting and you have the salary caps and you have all these hoops that you have to jump through and you have to deal with the different personalities and things like that. Yeah. Ownership and owner it, owners. Exactly. Owners rule, it's more yeah. of a level thing. And, and he's not playing God in the NFL and Nick <laughs> no. Saban was not able to find success in there. We saw it. Maybe situations weren't the great for him. Situations were not that great for Jim Harbaugh when he showed up in the 49ers and he turned them around. So you can't say anything yep. with that. But Jim Harbaugh found success. He worked his butt off, and he did a good job, and he's recognized as a successful coach in the NFL. Can't say the same thing about Nick Saban. Nick Saban goes back to college where you can screw the system, where you can find right. out where you can get more better players than anybody else, and where you can stomp around on people because you're doing those recruiting things that they do down south in the SS. SEC that Ole Miss proved that everybody knows is going on that NCAA hasn't moved on because they're too scared of the SEC or they're basically just part of the SEC and they won't even talk about it and nobody will do anything about it even like John Ubagan said he was talking with somebody I know it other writers know it but the NCAA plays the card that they quote unquote don't know anything and can't prove anything because they're not getting up off their butts and everything 
So Nick Saban goes back to the college where he can set things up perfectly for him. And so you know what? Frankly, and I've said this before, I think he's just chasing the record now. I don't think he has any caring about different things that happen with players no. and whatever and everything. He's just no. chasing yeah, glory and the titles. That's why, that's why I think Alabama lost too, by the way. I think they're chasing the record to do it. And that's why they lost. They got unfocused, you know, on just winning one, you know, and they were trying to get bit saving that record and they already had him winning against Clemson. So, but uh, to everything you said, I mean, everything that you pointed out there that he can't, come back with I'm re I'm reading this one th- quote by him and it kind of sums up exactly why I think Feinbaum has a problem. I'm keep going back. It's this quote him saying, I don't know why I don't know why the media celebrates Jim Harbaugh for disregarding the NCA rule book and doing things that are in my mind unethical disregard NCA rulebook, disregard unethical. He has, in the very beginning, he says, I don't know why the media celebrates Jim Harbaugh. There's why. That's why he has a problem with Jim Harbaugh, because it doesn't matter what Jim Harbaugh does. He's always going to get attention. He's always going to get more attention than Nick Saban, and that drives him nuts. That ticks him off, because he thinks Bama deserves all of it. Yeah, And that's, he, that's he is point. not getting it. Yep. Jim Harbaugh is getting all the attention. The guy just talks about, hey, we're taking our my team to Rome. He's all over Twitter. He's all over the place. Yeah, and he thinks everything he, that Jim Harbaugh yeah. does has some other scheme behind it and everything. And a lot of it does. I'm not going to deny it. Like, there's a lot of ba- uh, behind the scenes with Jim Harbaugh and everything. But he even attacked the Rome trip, and he's just like, I don't know what kind of advantage this might be for recruiting, but blah, 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 blah. And it's well, just I like – Exactly. He's probably he's been banned from going certain places in states. He's probably just sticking it to the NCAA and being like, hey, you can try to stop it this way, but I'm still going to say screw you and do what I want. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about recruiting. It's Jim Harbaugh being Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's it's, it seems to me that he knows that he's such a lightning rod that it, it literally there's no there. Bama has not even been on the radar map with Jim Harbaugh and what's going on with us. And I think it just drives him bonkers. I think it just drives his fan base crazy because he probably wants to talk about Bama, but he can't because everything Jim Harbaugh does is interesting. Yeah. And <laughs> I really think that's, that's a great point. And that's probably pretty spot on is the fact that they SEC, Nick Saban and Paul Feinbaum feel that, all the attention should be on Nick Saban because of everything that he's done. And he's yeah. done a lot. He has done a lot. But we're in but Jim Harbaugh is the new interesting thing and he keeps changing it. He keeps innovating. He keeps doing new things and he's making waves and it's only been seven years. He's still got time. Now the one thing that I didn't look up with this that I could have maybe researched too is um age and everything. I mean, I know everybody doesn't quit coaching college at the same age and everything, but just the longevity because Saban's up there in age. Harbaugh and Urban Meyer are still on the younger side, so they've got a while, but uh, Saban probably or is definitely having more limited time than the other two. So, But yeah, it's 
the drama continues, man, and this is what makes our job and what we do here so much fun. Yeah, I, well, that's, that's really the thing. I, I, we love talking about it, and we love doing this podcast and everything and having things out there weekly for people. But that's the thing, and I know that you just label it as a job, but it's not a job. Right. And we're able to come up with stuff like this, and yet people who actually get paid money to talk about sports completely yeah. overlook simple, straightforward things such as this information. It, it, I mean, really? You know what it is? It's fake news. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> right. Fake news. Jeez. Yeah, and in sports, obviously. But in a way, you're right. It's almost like, my God, we're not even talking about the real facts here, right? Yeah. We're, not, we're, we're dishing out real facts on what's going on, and he's totally not even looking at these. He's not even thinking, you know, somehow Jim Harbaugh's going to win right away, and everybody else doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, amazing. Jim, Jim, Jim Harbaugh, you're coming up on your third season at Michigan. Got you to have win? to win. You got to win. You got to win. Oh wait, oh, so oh, it took Saban have... four years at LSU. Oh, oh, oh. Well, oh, wait, oh. wait, wait. You don't have your quarterback in. You've you've actually had to take quarterbacks from you know other coaches and 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 transfer quarterbacks in to just get you know our team up the snuff. Yeah, he hasn't even got his quarterback in. So, <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, you don't pay your recruits? Oh, what? yeah, like Hugh Freeze does. You don't right? give away yeah. cars? What? Yeah. You yeah. don't cheat? Well, I'll just say you cheat because you jump through loopholes. Right. What yeah. the crap, dude? <laughs> it just makes no sense I'm at all. So, so done. So, it's just so. Uh, and I know that people are just like, oh, don't talk about Feinbaum because you're just like feeding into it and everything. It's just like, no, I'm going to point this stuff out. This is stupid. This is stupid if nobody sees this and nobody compares these numbers and everything. Look at That's it right. from a logical perspective. I don't, I don't care. I know I'm feeding right into it. It's just like, I don't care. It's just proving how stupid. Well, I, I don't care either because the very fact is, well, you know, we can talk about, you know, the year in review. Sure, it's interesting. But, man, this is far more interesting than that. I mean, it really is. Yeah, and I this, mean, yeah, it it dry it might drive our ratings up too. Of course, it does. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, but and that's the thing, though. Like, we're not, we don't look at things and topics for the idea of ratings and everything. It's just right. the fact that you know it's the hot topic of what's going on and it pertains to Michigan, and so we talk about it. This is just yeah. us digging up good information and actually dishing it out instead of just having a knee jerk reaction to some headline that we saw on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this is, this isn't, this is many things that, that Pete at Feinbaum is throwing at us and he gets, and he gets reaction back to it. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That, that's, I'm more that's, happy to give it back to him. That's it. We're done. That's enough, man. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's real talk and you know, yeah. take it, deal with it, do research, actually know what you're talking about and have a logical perspective. Yep. Done. Yeah. There. Yep. Good good week. Good day. Good day, sir. Good day, sir, to you. That's right. Good well, day, I went Pete. From, it went from Pete. Pete to Pete. It's Peter now. Oh, it's Peter? By the way. It's Peter Feinbaum now. Not even. And, you know, it, uh, and me, all right, I'll throw the, I'll talk, I'll say to you, that was a little dig on him, wasn't it? Calling him Pete. Oh, yeah. That was great. And and I, he did. He probably did one of the smartest things he did could, and he steered into oh, yeah. it. 
instead of trying to veer away. So <laughs> that's probably the only smart thing that he's done. It's outside like, of trying to ride on it's Jim like Harbaugh's It's like Mike D'Antonio and calling him Mark or whatever. It's yeah. Little, it's screwing someone's name up. It really hurts, man. I, I guess making <laughs> that's the new dig, right? Taking someone's name and changing it a little bit. So, yeah. Yep. Quite clever, I have to admit. Good job, Pete. Have a good day, Pete. Yes. But as for the Michigan fan base and any of you logical people out there, we appreciate you tuning in. We oh, hope yeah, you guys had a good week. Hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. We appreciate that. We love doing this. We love to talk. So yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, we love to go on pants too. So yeah, it's coming out late, but still this week. Have a good weekend and finish off with go blue. Go blue.